0: Welcome to another episode of Improv Exchange with Leander Young, where we dig into conversations with seasoned musicians to discuss their life, art, and the faith of jazz as they see it. In this episode, we interview a composer and saxophonist from Ukraine, Andre Smut. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Improv Exchange. Today we have a guest from Ukraine, Andrei. Introduce yourself, and we'll get into it.
1: Hello, everyone. My name Andrei Chmut. I'm sax player from Ukraine, and I have great opportunity
0: to be here. Thank you so much. Well, thanks for joining. Well, let's get into your story and. I would do my best to leave my politics out of this. I just want to know about your journey, your struggle, all that stuff. So yeah. run me down for the whole thing. Uh, uh,
1: you mean my whole story? I mean, like, yeah, give
0: me what you want to say. From, Go.
1: <laughs> from the top. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm born in a small village in Ukraine. Uh, my dad was the pastor in small church and uh there we doesn't have a musician we only sing there like choir but one day one sax player came there and when i heard it it's like blow my mind and i just want to ask my parents please i want to be musician i want to be sax player uh and they buy me saxophone and then uh I started going to music school, then we moved to Kyiv, it's capital of Ukraine. There I going to college and start uh, learning jazz saxophone over there. And I graduate college, university and master's degree there, there also. Uh, through this time, I started working with uh, famous Ukrainian singer She's named Jamala. <clears throat> I worked with her almost nine year, like music director, and we touring around the world with her. And, uh, it was great stuff. And also 2017, I connect with, uh, with my hero, his name, Bob James. He's like person who inspired me a lot. And uh, I play saxophone because him.
0: Because of him? Even though he's a keyboard player?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. But, you know, um, I'm start like George sax player, and George give me a lot of things. I start play with George Ben and start improvising a little bit. But in my jazz career in 2011, uh, I heard foreplay with Bob James in a real in Kiev. Man, when I heard it in a real, it's like like blow my mind. And I start thinking if I wanna be musician, I wanna be like him. I wanna play this kind of music. And those years like 2015, 16, 17, I start uh record, my music stuff. I did it in my home, home studio, something like this. And for one song, uh, the song called moving forward. I had a huge dream to have Bob James, Mr. Bob James into the song to have his piano solo there. And (laughs) I just, uh, took this demo and sent him in Facebook. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just students for, from Ukraine. And when I send it, I, I just nervous, I can't sleep and eat. I just waiting. And can you imagine, he answered me in Facebook and like, Andre, I love this song, and I will record solo for you. And uh, yeah, and he record this piano solo for me. And we start kind of friendship with him. He he guide me a little bit with this song, how, how I can finish it with mastering and all this stuff, you know? And, uh, and then after two or three years, this song, uh, was released in U S and the song was on a serious exam, almost one year. And I'm, I, okay, I so was so blessed. Gonna do rotation. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, after his recording in my, in my song, we had a friendship. We, we start communicate, talk with each other. And, um, uh, after two or three years. Uh, I all I had a new dream to perform with Bob James in Kiev, perform with him and with my band. And, you know, it's really difficult because he, he's a huge star. For me, he's a few, huge star, and, and he also, uh, like, he also not too young. He's 83 right now. But I just sent him a message like Bob, you know, I wanna perform with you in Kiev. What do you think about it? And he he told tell me I'm totally down, let's do it. Okay. <laughs> and I I struggle with a lot of things those days because I try to find some uh, people who can help me with this concert, try to found some stage, some, how can I say,
0: like... The production of the stage and the show and everything?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. All this stuff. And praise God, like, a lot of people helped me, and I found some promoters and... It was happening. We played together with, with Bob James in Kiev. It was a great concert. And then we... What year was that? Won, uh, 2019. Okay. We play one concert in Kiev, And then we're going to play in London in uh, Pizza Express Jazz Club.
0: Yes. I've been there. Yes. I like Pizza Express. Yeah.
1: Yeah, me too. But how can I, like, tell you? I'm from Ukraine. You know, Ukraine. It's like a little bit different. I'm so proud for Ukrainian. But it's not a yeah, European Union. It's not NATO. It's and what about this travel to London? <laughs> uh, we we need to have a visa for London yes, and it's really difficult to got this visa. But, uh, I want to tell you this story because it's, it's just miracle in my life. I have bass player and drummer who from Nigeria, they used to play with me in my band and we just going to airport, check our baggage with Bob James in his manager. And, uh, they take our passports and ask Ukrainians and Ukrainian and two Nigerians, where are you going guys without visa? And I like, what? And then Bob James manager give them the paper list with a COS visa. It's like British visa for musician. And the guys like, what does the paper It doesn't make a sense. Like, no guys, you need to go home and we like turn over and go to our cars and Bob James and his manage- manager go to the plane. And we like totally disappointed and wow. And then we received a call guys immediately going back. Because we receive a call from British Embassy and we need to, how can I say, submit no, approve your, approve the visa, work permit. Yes, but it's not the visa. They just give us green, green line. Oh, green light. Okay. Straight to plane, (laughs) and we going to British with this paper. And played there in Pisa Express, two great shows with Bob James. And uh and then uh one year ago uh Bob James invited me to his house, his studio to record some albums with him. And uh exactly when he uh take me in airport after record session and wave me goodbye, the war started in Ukraine and I doesn't have any chance to come back in my
0: country. Yeah, and then... Wait, so from LA, you were flying back to Ukraine? Yeah, mm mm-hmm. And where did you get stuck? Uh, Those days stuck
1: in US, I stuck in my relatives. Uh, What state? in the states, yeah, but my wife and child, they stay in Kiev, and it it uh, it was huge problem. How can I take them from Ukraine? And few friends from Lithuania, they helped them through Romania and Poland, goes to Lithuania, and then uh, I fly. To from United States to Lithuania and spent then there 9 months in Lithuania passed through like bad things in my life but the the one the best things in Lithuania can you even imagine Bob James came to Lithuania again <laughs> And spend with me one week there and we play huge festival in Europe with him. And he like support Ukrainian Ukrainians and try to support me also. And we spent one week with him on a studio and record beautiful piece over there also, and I hope we can release it next year.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'll be looking forward towards that. Okay.
1: Thank you. Thank you. And uh, and then we decide to move in US because I have few relatives here and few friends who call me and like we can help you and we can give you like a home for three or four months or something like this. And also I have great uh, IG immigration company who tell me like you can chance to apply for green like talent green card or something like this and this company IG immigration also helped me right now with my process with my document process here and yes we decide to move in United States and we move in last November it's almost five months ago I stay here and I feel God's blessings a lot because after one month, Bob's James manager called me and invite me to go with Bob James to tour. It's 14 concerts around United States and Hawaii also. Okay. I, yeah. I was so excited. It, it was my huge dream to join Bob James Quartet and we play with him this 14 concert, like Blue Note Napa, Blue Note Hawaii, Jazz Alley, okay. and a lot of different great plays.
0: A question, uh, so, so your wife and kid are in the States now, correct?
1: Yes, okay. yes, yes, exactly. And I'm you- sorry, I, I just tell you a lot of different things. No no no, it's okay.
0: I'm just clarifying for myself. And did, did your other two bandmates make it over to the States also? The two from Nigeria? Uh yeah, my guy, his
1: bass player, he, he also here in US. But all my band right now is around the world. My piano player live in Dubai. My drummer live in London. I I really miss them because we had six or seven years in Ukraine. We touring, we play music, we record session, and we like, I was so proud to make this type of music in Ukraine because we don't have so much this type of music there. And like, we try to put more this music Ukraine in Europe also. Yeah. But right now, I hope in the future, maybe we can meet and re- reunite and play together again.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm jealous of you. You're on tour with Bob. <laughs> and the fact that you got one of the four played members because Nathan East came on the show before and I make fun of it all the time because people make fun of me by email that uh-huh. I was a little starstruck. So I kind of understand what you mean, but. You're actually playing with him. (laughs) I just had a podcast interview with him. Woo! Yeah. 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 Tell me the difference between the music scenes, at least before the war of Ukraine, and the one in America or London. What do they play mainly over there? Uh, What type of music? Yeah, because you said it's completely different. Yeah, you know...
1: Uh, we don't have like strong jazz stage in Ukraine, but these days it's grow up really fast. Last uh, maybe 10 years, we had a lot of jazz festival, a lot of musician who came from U S and, and different countries and our Ukrainians jazz player source also grow up really fast, but, uh, Ukraine have like pop music, you know, and it's really popular there. Ukrainian pop music, and uh, I think eighty percent or seventy percent of Ukrainians then there doesn't hear about jazz or smooth jazz music. That's what I told you. I try to play there, try to touring there and uh, play for for just regular people who not musician, just regular people, and they can listen instrumental different music.
0: Okay, so how did you get into jazz then, if it's not popular over there?
1: Uh, that's interesting. I, as I told you, I born in, in the village. I never heard jazz music. I just have one, instrumental album from his name, Ihor Rudey. It's Ukrainian sax player. He play like smooth jazz, popular music or something like this. I have just this album, that's it. And I like transcribing whole song and I play with him in the real time. But I, I had a huge dream to be sax player. I don't hear jazz music, but I have huge dream to be a sax player. And that's why I'm going to college. And when I'm going to college, they listen to me and tell me, man, you, you are bad sax player. Like, I mean, really bad. You can't any chance to study here because you can't play. You can't play classic. You can't play jazz. You can't play anything. You like only one thing you can uh did here it's play bassoon. bassoon. You can start yeah. <laughs> like if you wanna <laughs> study here, you will play bassoon. And can you imagine the first year I play bassoon there? Because <laughs> I wanna be a musician and I like First year, play bassoon, and then I switch to jazz saxophone.
0: Why did they let you switch, though? Did they like you playing the bassoon? uh, Can you repeat again? What? what, You said they wouldn't let you come originally to play jazz. So how come after a year they let you play jazz? Is it because you're already in the program? Yeah, yeah, I I will tell you. Uh, During this first year, I played bassoon,
1: and... uh, uh, I practicing with jazz teacher in different room. <laughs> I practice in jazz saxophone, like, and the bassoon teacher was so angry because he tell me like, no man, it's your, how can I say,
0: desire, no. Like you are more passionate about the saxophone than the bassoon? yeah something like this
1: like you how can like your lips your arms like you want to play only bassoon no saxophone no jazz only bassoon and classical music (laughs) something like this yeah and during this year i work really hard and practicing practicing and my first song jazz standard was my little suede shoes Charlie Parker. Yes. And I remember I first time listened jazz, I don't understand anything. Like anything. What's going on? How is like Charlie Parker play it? Like but I pressured myself to listen jazz music every day. And I remember like one year, during one year, I listened to jazz music every day. Charlie Parker, Sonny Stitt, Cannonball Adderley, Phil Woods, all this like huge stuff. And at the end of this year, I started understand a little bit what this means, jazz music. Yeah, and then I switch, and start to uh, study like a jazz saxophone player. And then I received good, the best teacher in Ukraine. His name, Artem mendelenko And he teach me whole stuff. The sound, the phrase, the scales. How can I improvise? Yeah. And I'm so grateful to him.
0: Okay. Now, did you play that song originally on the bassoon? No. Okay. Because me, I was just trying to figure out how that would sound on a bassoon, improvising and everything. Okay. No problem. (laughs) On bassoon, I play only
1: classical stuff. And I can't play bassoon right now because it
0: was 15 years ago. And yeah. And now I'm curious if there are any jazz bassoon players out there because that never came across my mind. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. So... (laughs) Without going too into the war, the politics of that and everything, just curious about how do you think, that's going to sound political anyway, but your family in general, like your parents are still in Ukraine and everyone else, a lot of your teachers are still in Ukraine, right? Yes, exactly. Okay. Are they excited that you're on the road and still playing? Uh, I don't understand the question, sorry. I mean, are they still... Are they still following you or able to follow you? Yes. Okay.
1: Yes, yes. They still follow. We keep in touch with them and connect with, like I connect with my family every day. Praise God we have FaceTime and internet. And I also keep in touch with jazz musicians there. Yeah, because they uh, go through the like baddest things in the, in the life right now
0: this war yeah yeah okay so what is your dream project i should say since you're playing with already bob james you already recorded with bob james you seem to be getting a lot of radio play on the big stations but what is like your dream project like what do you want to do uh
1: <laughs> it's really difficult question because Ah, uh, my biggest dream, music dream right now to release this album with Bob James because we have six or seven tunes and I, I, I really love it. It's kind of new music for me and I hope the people will love it. I, I just have a dream to release it. Yeah. And I also have, Like I'm new here in U S and I like, don't understand how it's going here. How it's like, how can I release my music? I don't understand to be honest. And I have material for almost three or four albums already. And that's my dream. Just release it just to found some people who can help me and who can
0: explain me, how can I do it? Correct. Like hey, what do you mean? Like just recording the whole process or publishing? No, it or no. Just
1: getting it? I can record it. I produce it. Also. I like, I have the material, the, the main problem I just need to mix it and master it and release it. Yeah, sure. I know I can release it just in DistroKid or CD Baby or something like this. But, you know, it doesn't make sense. Like, I will have five listeners.
0: I mean, that's just the deep side or the weird part of jazz. It's a niche audience already. So if you're trying to get on the Billboard Top 100, I'm not saying it's not possible. I'm just saying it's... Maybe two or three songs every decade makes it. I make fun Mm -hmm. of Kenny G even though I love him, but Songbird was probably the last big instrumental song that made it. Yeah. Okay. No problem. And what is a comment that you've received that you love? Like that really touched you? A compliment. Uh... I don't understand. I'm sorry.
1: No, it's okay. Well, can, can, skip that Can question. you repeat again, please?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> What's the best compliment you have received?
1: Oh, man. I want to share it with you. Uh, do you know sax player Jeff Kasheva? Yes. Yeah. He used to play in Rippington's. Yes. Yeah. Rippington's, it's one of my favorite music band of this style. And when I was young, I listened it every day and goes to sleep with Rippingtons. And can you imagine, uh, we had concert with Bob James in Jazz Alley, Seattle. And Jeff Kashiva was there. I was so nervous because it's like one of my favorite player. And after concert, I meet him and I tell him, oh, you're a huge fan. Can I take a picture with you? And he like, yes, yeah, sure. And he asked me, man, what, are, what kind of saxophone soprano are you using? Because it's the best soprano sound I ever heard in life. And I was, really? really? You know, my saxophone soprano, it's... 90 bucks saxophone I bought in supermarket in Kyiv. A $90 saxophone? Yeah. It's no name saxophone. It's like piece of metal. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, uh, yeah, Jeff Kashiva asked me, man, I love your saxophone soprano sound what type of saxophone are you using? And I just tell him it's supermarket 90 bucks soprano, because I don't know why, but 13 or 14 years ago, some supermarket in Ukraine sell, sells like soprano saxophone and cheap guitar and cheap PCR Yamaha or something like this. Mm -hmm. And like, my parents just bought me this saxophone soprano and I play with this saxophone all my life and I really love it. Are you still playing
0: with that saxophone?
1: Yeah. And with Bob James whole tour, I play with this saxophone and also I record this saxophone with Bob James. Often but a 10 a
0: saxophone.
1: Yeah. But you know, before the records, I don't tell him about it. I just record my stuff. And after records, <laughs> I tell him, "Bob, the saxophone cost ninety dollars."
0: Okay, so you're not looking into buying a new one? No. Okay. That's yeah, I amazing. have. I have
1: my alto. It's Selmer Reference Fifty Four. Like it's, uh, how can I say? Uh, it's good saxophone. It's really expensive. But my saxophone soprano, it's this, this one.
0: Okay, that was actually not what I was expecting. I <laughs> don't know what to say on that. <laughs> You're playing on a $90 saxophone and recording with it. Yeah. Are you using cheap reeds also? Are they cheap, cheap. mouthpiece?
1: Like reeds. No, okay. no, 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 no. My mouthpiece, it's not cheap. It's handmade mouthpiece. My friend from Ukraine, uh, he made specially for me, and I use this one. And the regular reads like Van Doren or Lavos or the Dario. Yeah.
0: Okay. That is impressive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, is there anything else you would like to say? Because you know, this is one of those interviews I don't know really what to ask you. Oh, pretty much... Okay, what do you... Th- How do you view the music world now versus when you were in Ukraine? Like, is it better, especially that you're here? Is it bigger? Is it worse? Music? Yes. There? Uh, it's better
1: because it's... Uh, You understand what I mean? Music front line. It's like they have wire front line. And right now they have music front line. They they try to play a lot of concerts to support Ukrainian army. And I do the same here, like to support Ukrainian people, to support Ukrainian refugees, to support uh, people who lost their houses, they lost like families, something like this. And the same going in Ukraine, the jazz musician right now tried to collaborate with, uh, American and other musician and a lot of, of world festival invited Ukrainian plays players right now to join like world festivals, jazz music. And I so proud for this because like a lot of people around the world can see ukrainian jazz stage right
0: now okay yeah okay well you can you give us your website your spotify where to find your music etc your contact information yeah i i i can just send you or i meant say it on the air but yeah (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh, I I don't have I don't have website yet. Like, I'm so sorry. It's okay. I'll put it together and I'll tag it on the website. <laughs> okay. Well, I okay. have my Instagram and my YouTube. What's your Instagram and your YouTube?
0: Like, <laughs> it's, it's okay. Don't worry about it. I got it. I I hook you up on that. Well, Andre, okay. <laughs> thank you for coming on. It's great. Okay. And everyone, this is Leander from Improv Exchange. Thank you. Have a good one. Yeah. Bye bye. That's that on jazz. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Improv Exchange. Please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Also, please be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Improv Exchange.